0: Your light has come, and the Spirit of the
1: Lord shall rest upon you, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, God the Mighty, the Father of the world to come. For a child is born to us, and a son is given to us. Oh come, oh come To Ignite Radio Live. And our four-week journey into the heart of Christ's Mass begins right now.
2: Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel
1: shall come to Good evening, everybody, and welcome to... Not just cliche, this is the truth. Another very (laughs) special edition of Ignite Radio Live over the five
3: mighty stations of Annunciation Radio. We are delighted to be with you this cold winter night.
1: You turned down my headphones. I can't hear myself so much. So, whoa, now I'm way up. I have the up. control. I know you do. You have a lot of power. And if you're, you'd be watching this right now if you went to massimpact.us forward slash live. I'm going to repeat that again because it's maybe kind of funny or humorous to watch what should really just be audio. My wife really has a face for TV. I only have a face for for Radio, but a brand new website massimpact.us.us because we're about having a, ma- a impacting the masses with the great adventure of the Holy Mass. And um, you could watch this, watch us live in the studio right now, massimpact.us forward slash live. We're working on that, and um, we're inviting you tonight to share with us how Presents for Christmas is going with you. What do we mean by that? Well, Christmas we think of um, presents with a T often. I think I'm going to adjust. There we go. That's perfect, Steph. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But really, we've been inviting you to think about this season as being prepared to give and receive presents, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, for Christmas as the ultimate gift, Jesus Christ, God's very presence given to us, and by virtue of us being created in his image, we have the capacity to love. We have the capacity to receive and give his presence to one another. And as we're kind of rushing around, maybe this is chaotic time. It shouldn't be. I mean, it really should be a season of encountering Christ more deeply. It seems to me that we can get lost in the busyness and lose the blessedness. We can fail to spend that time. Very rich time with one another. Picking up the phone and calling a friend you haven't spoken with in a while. Maybe that's your spouse. (laughs) Maybe it's your kids. But truthfully, you know, when's the last time we just sat down and set aside the distractions and gave the gift of presence? So tonight we're going to ask you to share with us. Has somebody given you... Christmas presents lately, or have you been blessed to give presents to somebody else? Call in eight seven seven two seven five eight zero nine eight eight seven seven two seven five eight zero nine eight. And again, we're asking you to share uh, maybe any, uh, an occasion recently or that's going on right now where you've given Christmas presents and the effect it's had, or somebody who has given you Christmas presents. And again, we are introducing you to our website massimpact.us. Uh, we are really not about another program, another site, another thing. We're trying to make accessible this wonderful journey, this adventure of faith as a way of life. We are not the geniuses behind uh, talking and praying in homes. That's the gift that God gives us in our relationships. We're wanting to make that accessible, though, to talk and pray in our homes. You go there, you download a Live It Gathering guide. There's a group edition. There's a family edition. And it uh, makes it really easy to talk and pray. And those who do this truly are uh, talking about the great um, blessing that it is to them, uh, the game changer that it is for them. I'm um, queuing my wife. You'd see live, because I do have a story to share from this past weekend, but you, of course, a uh, wonderful weekend. We'll go there in a second, but you Let's were blessed. go there now. <laughs> go there now. I've been, long introduction for me, long-winded introduction, but we're just going to again give you that number, eight seven seven two seven five eight zero nine eight. open line, Tuesday night, Ignite Radio Live over the five mightiest stations of Annunciation Radio, and again, we're inviting you to share uh, the gift of presence that maybe you're given to somebody or somebody has given. You okay? So call so, in people. Yes, so right now here, I keep interrupting you. Go I?
2: now.
3: No, I just want to say before you talk about this weekend, and then you can cue me again
1: if you'd like to talk to share. To I like ponder. the Christmas angel here, John Paul. Make sure you get that on video. Yeah, thanks to John Ms. Paul. US. He's the man behind
3: the camera. Um, and Joseph, who's working soundboard, and just Ron Finn, who is just awesome. Ron Finn. In the back of the studio, there. Anyway, we love you, all our listeners. Um, I'm just excited. We lit the pink candle on Sunday. Tell me, that's
1: not awesome. Well, what does it even mean? Candles. Pink? Is it like the the girl candle? We're trying to honor femininity in Advent. Tell us what the pink candle means.
3: I think it's cancer aware. No, I'm kidding.
1: Nice. I'm sorry. Pink candle. For pink those who don't candle. know, just tuned in.
3: Um I'm not it's it's means it's kinda like that we're almost there so we should be a little excited a little fired up and um I always mispronounce the word so I don't want to embarrass myself. So go ahead. Godete. Godete.
1: God I've heard it pronounced, pronounced different, different ways. <laughs> and it
3: just kinda confuses me. So we'll just call it Pink Candle Sunday. Um, rejoice. Rejoice. Like that excitement where you know something is on the horizon. In fact I heard something recently right here on Annunciation Radio. I don't remember what show it was. But um whoever was speaking was talking about one of the traditional thoughts of the pink candle was it is meant to symbolize the color of the sky right before dawn. Huh. And just that 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 hue and um that the Lord is coming. And you know, hang in there, rejoice, it's gonna happen. And certainly we remember our Lord's first coming and All the stories and the beauty and the grace that surround it and all the um, lessons, if you will, lessons and carols. Um, But also, as we look forward to and prepare for his second coming. So that's what I got for you in this moment with the pink candle. Pretty awesome. What else happened this weekend? Well,
1: before we go there, um, share with us what I know comes to mind when I say lessons and carols. From uh, the season of 43 beautiful years that you had in Erie, Pennsylvania, of course, I was blessed to be the most recent 18 years, and our seven wonderful children, one in heaven, looking on from on high, uh, were born. But Lessons and Carols became a very special event for us for a number of reasons, and the gift of presence that we had. Are you going to tear up?
3: No, I don't know no. where you wanted me to well, go. Well, just with this. your
1: EPA presence in Carols, our friends, Sister Mary Andrew yes. and father. That's lessons where I'm going with it. And
3: Carols, yes. Okay. Well, that was kind of a no. And we I mean, like
1: Bernadette Carroll too. And that is true. And anyways, and Carol Fox. But and we're <laughs> really going on a tangent. Lessons in <laughs> Carols. What is okay. Lessons in Carols, and well, why I, was it significant for you? Why? Well,
3: it, that, that. So I know they do them here and throughout our many churches in this great. World of ours. But for us personally, um, when we did live in Erie, PA, it was quite a special event where um, St. Mark's Seminary, which was a minor seminary in Erie, the seminarians there, led by Sister Mary Andrew, who is our son Joseph's godmother, but just a beautiful, Mm -hmm. beautiful, very holy, wise, fun, (laughs) um, awesome Sister of Mercy.
1: Check, check, check. Yes, All it the was above.
3: quite close to us. She led the seminarians and played the music, and it became something that we very much looked forward to um, going each Advent before they had their break. And um, Sister just did a beautiful job, and sometimes um, some of their priests would sing with them, Father Michael Kazicki. Uh But just a beautiful, prayerful evening in anticipation of christmas and just it was it was one of those things that we came to look forward to with our young kids and um and yeah i I am gonna get teary so you better take it away
1: no that's uh, a beautiful thing again reinforcing this theme um, of presence that god wants us to receive presence to receive his holy presence and he offers us that gift and it's no further than the person in your family next to you right now Uh, the brother and sister next to you right now. And um, often we take for granted that these presents are just kind of wrapped and we pass by them. We never really unwrap them. How do you unwrap somebody? Well, you know, massimpact.us. Download the Live It Gathering Guide. You ask questions. Like maybe um, instead of just watching movies or into devices or gadgets, ask one of the five daily questions that we have uh, in our Gathering Guide. Um, What's a challenge you experienced today? You know what's a victory today? What's what's something today that you conquered? Um, you know what's an affirmation? Who's somebody you're really grateful to today? These are some common questions that we encourage people to ask. And again, uh, people have described it as a game changer when they do this around the dinner table. Um, so, anyways, all right. So we're inviting you to you inviting you to call in. My wife is going to say something here, and then I'm going to share with you my story from this weekend. But again, eight seven seven two seven five eight zero nine eight. I'm inviting you to call in and share uh, Christmas presents that you're receiving or giving these days, or have given and received recently. And you're queuing me back. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm All sorry, right. So, grew up in Wisconsin. Share. You, many of you, some of you know my story. I'm the second oldest of seven living, but really thirteen. My mom had five miscarriages, and uh, my older sister Anne Marie died after three days. So, seven of us, six boys. And a girl, so um, grew up in Oshkosh, Wisconsin for most of my life. My parents, very devout Catholics in an era where it was very difficult to live our Catholicism because the competition came on the scene through MTV and uh, all that that represented to culture kind of iconically some of some of you listening know exactly what i'm talking about and uh we were not without scars we were not without being affected in our family in terms of my brothers and myself to some extent um being attracted drawn to false gods and worshiping these false gods making decisions that hurt us and hurt those around us and um that was a culture as it is today often where um You know, it's presented as the thing one ought to do. People just in school, and I hate to say it, even adults find themselves making decisions that are not lending to their happiness or their joy, and we just keep doing it, right? We're insane. Um, and that we keep making the same decisions, expecting a different result that doesn't happen. And uh, so we were. we grew up in the 60s, 70s, and as time moved on, I would say to the glory of God, the compass that my parents, and maybe this is hope for you parents and grandparents out there, the compass that they forged in us remained intact so that when we faced in our teen years navigating into our 20s, the decisions we were making, the compass became all the more reinforced. As Chesterton suggested, we really can't break this law, this moral law. We can only be broken by it or against it. And so that was starting to kick in around the 20s when we were 20 years old or so. Then each of us found ourselves, through God's grace, very committed Christians, very committed Catholics. But as we know also, the stuff under the roof You're always dealing with, right? You're always trying to work it out. You're seeking the grace. You're going to confession. You're fighting with decisions that we made early on. This is why we want to form our kids early on, to have a good compass, to have a formed conscience, um, to renounce the junk, and to uh, be open to the blessedness. Okay, so... Of the seven children, one of my brothers in particular, I'll just say from the rest of us, was wayward. Decisions that were around him, made to him, decisions he made himself, I think, resulted in some real tragedies, some real challenges in his life. And uh, fast forward, I'm now 49, um, and at various... Year after year when our family would get together, when we get together for vacations and um, just time together and even conversation in between over the phone, he just was not as present or open uh, to us. And um, it was hard to reach out to him with the things going on in his life. And truthfully, maybe we were judgmental about decisions he made for sure. And uh, it was just a mess. Okay, let's just say it was a relational mess. And it was uh, the kind of thing that left a kind of heartache for all of us, even up until three weeks ago two weeks ago you had moments of lightness where you'd talk and then it would just go south you know how it is folks so anyways occasion was my mom's 75th birthday, um, December 8th. God knew what he was doing to have my mom born in 1941 in the Feast of the Immaculate Conception because her beautiful heart, not going to canonize her yet. The, the day after could, Pearl Harbor. She, she brought the war. <laughs> no. um, she, she um, a beautiful woman, you've heard me speak of her. We've had them guests on our radio. She founded uh, pro-life organizations and a post-abortion healing ministry and my dad, very active in Catholicism. You get the idea. Anyways, her 75th birthday was this past December 8th and a few months ago I said why don't we all gather here, we live in Holland area, Toledo area, gather um, with our spouses, families, for just a simple centerpiece day on a Saturday, which was this past Saturday, weekends are easier, um, uh, an opportunity for us just to be together. And so we organized an adoration time, some of you who've been to Ignite, blessed to have Father John Miller, who my mom knows and knew from the days of the Josephineum when Father John was there. So he presided at a time of adoration at St. Rose, and uh, all of my family came. Uh, my older brother uh, came with his, his wife, his new wife, and a few of their children, and uh, all of us were gathered. My parents gathered to, to give worship to Jesus, to, to come unto him, who is the source of our communion and the source of community. And um, following that we gathered back at our home, went out to eat and uh, came back to our home with a fireplace lit and shared stories and song. We are a family of music and so we shared stories and music and our fellowship and fun. Little kids from the very youngest, a uh, couple so years I old. Think 54 of us? Something like that. Probably 54 of us. A huge group. My, my kids have you know 40 plus first cousins and most of them were there. So took the pictures and had a lot of fun interaction i'm just going to say that it was therapeutic it was tears uh it was laughter it was transformation it was healing it was forgiving um it was everything Thanks. i think grace that that a mom and dad would want of their family um at any age but certainly at the age of 75 my mom daddy year older um to experience in their family so those of you hearing this that that to me is perhaps Maybe the best Christmas present, Christmas presents I've had ever. Mm I'm going to be part of that and to see the joy in my my brothers and sister in laws and sister and brother in laws hearts and minds and um, and I encourage those of you parents and grandparents um, to. Uh, Don't be discouraged if your children are distant and wayward, and if your family is dealing with junk. We know you are. Every family is. If you have the audacity to live, uh, to to image God, to make Him known, the enemy is going to be after you. But keep praying. Do not give up. But don't waste opportunities to express your apology and to seek forgiveness. Don't waste them. Pray for God's heart for the most difficult members of your family. Pray to have his heart for them. And pray for the courage to express that love to them in the appropriate ways. And uh, look for those opportunities. There's, there's, uh, I was going to say Lent. There's Advent and Christmas grace upon us right now. And as I'm saying these words, I know some of you are thinking of people, a spouse, a child, uh, son-in-law, daughter-in-law. Yes, let me affirm it for you. Yes, the Holy Spirit is putting that person on your mind, and you are meant, to lift them up, to draw into God's heart. And whatever it is you're meant to communicate, pray about that, but open the door for them to know how truly and deeply you love them and God loves them and desires you to have a relationship. Now, does it mean you're all going to be on the same page with regard to your faith, with regard to fundamental values, with regard to who you voted for? No, no, and no. But God fashioned them in his image as he fashioned you in his image, and he desires for you to be in an intimate community um, by virtue of being family so there's my little story hopefully we still have a caller online caller how you doing tonight good how are you doing very good who is this this is carrie how you doing carrie welcome carrie
0: i'm i'm doing well i'm a little nervous i've never done this before
3: uh, i mean not awesome <laughs> that you're nervous awesome that you called in and don't absolutely be nervous.
1: absolutely what
3: have you got for <laughs> us carrie
0: well um Something happened. My husband and I have four children, and uh, last year in the summer we were given, I gave birth to our fourth child, and um, he had a brain injury mm-hmm. that is pretty unexplainable. Um, he was born nearly dead with his his body was um, pretty black, and he was very, he was unresponsive in some ways, but still breathing. And um, we named him Melchizedek. Beautiful. And we call him Zeke. um, That's awesome. he has come from nearly dead to... um, I just saw him smile for the first time this summer. And he um, giggled a few nights ago in the middle of the night. I heard him giggle. And he used to be on a feeding tube and on
2: oxygen
0: and... He had a lot of equipment, now he's off all of that, he's eating solids pureed from a spoon, and um, this little boy magnifies God Mm -hmm. immensely, it's it's like he has, he basically has no brain, so he has pretty much all just fluid, Mm -hmm. and when we pray with Zeke, and when we're holding Zeke, God's presence just... I mean it fills our house we can all feel mm-hmm. it our kids can feel it and he and Zeke says nothing he just sits there in my arms and
2: mm-hmm. sometimes
0: falls asleep and um the the hardship the trial of it has been just horrendous and mm-hmm. just you know excruciating but the you know the cross always brings the resurrection and we've been able to Start to taste the joy of the resurrection, what this, you know, this cross is doing in our lives and in our hearts, and God's presence is just, I mean, He's just flooding our family. It's
2: wow.
0: its its just incredible, and I just want to encourage the mothers out there, mm, special needs you. kids, babies with brain injuries. I mean, I know a handful of mothers that have recently, within the last year, had babies with um, with brain injuries to just hold on, hold on to the hope and remember that the resurrection is near Mm -hmm. and that this isn't the end and your children are capable of so much and the doctors tell you that, you know, this is a dead end they're never going to do anything but Christ is, his word is true Mm -hmm. and his presence is real and it's profound in these children It's, it's very very incredible, so just hold on hold on and keep pressing forward because you know the road is very hard but it will it it gets better.
3: (laughs) Carrie that is just so beautiful thank you for your witness the the um the joy and the grace that is so evident in your voice Mm and your words and your heart and your spirit I know is touching lives right now. I mean, just thank you for that. And Uh what a beautiful story. And thank you for your openness to that life, for that openness to see the great plan, even though it's way beyond our human comprehension, but the the plan that the Lord has for your family and for the numerous lives that you know, he has touched and will continue to touch through Zeke, Mm -hmm. through your parenting you know, the effect that it has had and will have on your other children. That is just amazing, amazing, amazing. Praise God.
1: Carrie, oh, thank, God. thank, thank you. you so much for calling in and giving us um, truly the gift of presence for Christmas. There's no better way to, to to speak of what just happened, and we're going to just take a moment right now. You often say, "Well, I'm going to pray for people," and that's a good thing to say you're going to pray uh, for them. But we're going to do it right now, just because I'm so moved by that beautiful testimony that Carrie gave of baby number four, um, a special needs child, Let and the great challenges. Uh, Um, little baby Zeke right Melchizedek Uh, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit amen. amen dear Lord Jesus you knit us together in our mother's womb we are purposefully made for your glory God a glory that is unsurpassed nothing we can do nothing we can say Surpasses God, our dignity in your eyes, your your great love for us cannot be earned. And uh, Lord, many parents right now, with whatever they're struggling with, um, if there are special needs children involved with that, or any just people around them, Lord, that require extra, if you will, care, make us aware of the great gift that you give them and give us to be your compassionate, caring, loving arms, to literally be your arms, to cause us, as Jesus did, to die to ourselves for the good of others and to experience, Lord, that, that great joy. Um, we pray that you strengthen them because we because we know, Lord, that this path is not always easy. They can be trying, trying in patience, trying in hope. It can be lonely. And uh, if any right now, Lord, are listening in that space, we just pray for an outpouring of your grace, that they know how much you love them, that they'd feel your arms surround them. And uh, just, Lord, thank you for the joy that you give us in these children and in all people who exhibit these sorts of disabilities or that tap from us a, a godly heart a mother Teresa, saint mother Teresa kind of heart we thank you for the gift you give us in being your loving compassionate arms we ask all of this in your name through christ our lord amen
3: wow that's what i have to say that was just beautiful again carrie if you're still listening out there thank you for that and um, just the the realism in it, too, you know, the acknowledgement of the tremendous cross that it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But the acknowledgement just as strong overshadowing that is the promise of God's glory mm-hmm. and the grace. And um, that's just very, very moving.
1: You tune in to Ignite Radio Live over the... Five Mighty Stations of Annunciation Radio. And we're inviting you to share tonight, how have you given or received presents for Christmas in this season? Who has made a difference? How has it made a difference? It could be a small interaction of somebody in the office or something that happened in your home or something somebody close to you said that made a difference, something you read. Those are all experiences of what Pope Francis calls encounter, a culture of encounter. We're going to go to a commercial right now, and uh, we invite you. Greater. We invite you to think about um, your gift of presence, and maybe call in at seven seven two seven five eight zero nine eight and share with us on the other side. Delighted to be with you here, Greg and Stephanie, in this uh, Advent night, just opening our hearts wide to receive that outpouring grace. We'll be back in just a moment.
3: This is an Ignite Flash Fire Moment. Right now, can you think of one person you know who is struggling, in need of knowing God's love? If someone came to mind, God just spoke to your heart. We're going to light it up right now. Send them a quick message. It could be by Facebook, email, text message. Make it short and sweet. Simply tell them you were thinking about them. You appreciate them. You're praying for them. You're in it with them. That God loves them. If we respond to this simple flash fire prompting right now, together we'll move his kingdom a big step forward. Ignite Flash Fire is brought to you by MassImpact.us. Not just a moment, a movement.
0: Did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy? Did you watch the Packer game?
1: How's your portfolio?
0: is awesome.
1: What we talk about doesn't just reveal what's important to us, it reveals who's important to us. This week, take a risk to grow deeper. Consider throwing in one of these. What's
3: your biggest challenge right now? Hey, what can I pray for you for?
1: What can I do to make your life easier right now?
0: How about joining us for Mass this Sunday? Yeah, and coming over for
1: breakfast. Let's pray the Holy Communion we receive correspond to a holy community we live This has been a Mass Impact Moment. Join the great adventure at MassImpact.us. Games are something you play with a board, not with a soul. Let's not sugarcoat this. Satan is getting many to join him through a door called pornography. That door is everywhere a device is. The consequences are devastating. If you or those you love don't have filtering on your computers or devices, you're playing games with souls. You're leaving the door wide open. Please join us now in shutting that door. Go right now to MassImpact.us. Click on Covenant Eyes. The only thing greater than our deepest desire for God is God's impassioned desire for us. This Advent, we invite you to join us on a journey deeper into the very heart of Christ's Mass. We begin on December 1st with an amazing evening of superstar speakers, worship leaders, and musicians. If you're looking for that right event to invite family and friends more in need of knowing God's real profound love for them, this is it. Substantially discounted tickets are going right now at PresenceForChristmas.com. P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E-F-O-R-Christmas.com. How beautiful this From Handel's Messiah The prophet comforting the people of God in exile Distant from an experience of God And is that not many of us sometimes Feeling distant from God Just as applicable to us As it was to them thousands of years ago long awaited messiah anticipating him to come maybe not quite understanding the nature of salvation some expected certainly a political savior but it clearly the the uh, readings the prophecies hundreds of prophecies hundreds of different uh, time periods are being written, all aligning with the very person of Jesus Christ born in Bethlehem. The statistical probability of that is statistically impossible if you've ever done a study on, on the prophecies of Jesus. But here we have this resounding message from the prophets giving us hope that our Savior would be coming, and indeed He has come. And we heard this message Really pronounced in the last segment, Carrie called in, beautiful wife and mother of four children, sharing the story of little Melchizedek, little Zeke, a little child uh, born with significant disabilities and the great joy that he brings to them. The true presence of God. The true presence of God. So we're inviting you, if this, if this inspires you to share... Christmas presents that you've received or are giving, please call in and share with us, 877-275-8098. We are uh, awaiting you to, uh, to uh, give that gift that you've been given. Um, call in and share it with us. In the meantime, I'm going to say another great gift that we received was last night. Um, we've been wanting to get together with uh, puppets, so if you know Michael, and uh, his wife, Claire, and their beautiful two little girls. Michael is uh, behind Exclaim here in the city. And he is a, just a great um, leader out at St. John the 23rd. Uh, just doing amazing programming out there.
3: Catholic Sip.
1: Catholic Sip, of course. Hopefully they will be back soon. Anyways, we were blessed to have them over for the first time at our home yesterday. And it was just a delightful evening of conversation and uh I think it was the way you want those things to be. You lose track of time, and it's uh, you find it's 10 o'clock, and no. And the girls, our, our children love them, love little kids, love to play with them. They get right in there with them. And uh, so it's just delightful to just be gathered together and to have that gift of presence. So I encourage any of you, if there's somebody... Oops, going too far here, so I'll let me pause it. There we go. All right. Um, just... If there's somebody from your parish or somebody that you run across and you uh, maybe haven't had an opportunity to uh, spend special time with them in your home, they used to happen a lot more frequently, Uh, I encourage you to do that. Reach out find a time to invite that family or couple or maybe somebody who doesn't have a spouse and they're alone uh, in the parish that you note. Venture beyond your comfort zone, and uh, you may think you're giving them the gift of presence, but in all likelihood, you're going to receive um, great presence by having them with you for supper.
3: So two things on that. Um, One, just want to say, certainly there are those that come to mind that we know are— in that lonely category, so to speak, who don't have uh, many interactions, whether it's someone who's older or someone who's a little bit more marginalized or whatever the case may be. But also, I think too often, we just assume people are so busy, that they're just too busy, hmm. and and then we don't reach out to them. And sometimes those are the people who need it the most. Those are the people who... um, uh. What's a good way to say it? You
1: were distracted by a call. No, I, I
3: <laughs> actually I wasn't. Um, not just need it the most, but whether it's to stop in their busyness or need it in the sense of so many people just assume that they're so busy that nobody reaches out to them. So they may have all these activities and whatnot, but in regards to that relational presence, E N C E, that's very lacking. So if the Lord moves your heart or prompts you, you know, respond to that because it's so needed. You know, we do just need to slow down and be present to one another so that we could experience his presence.
1: Amen. I think that was a head fake phone call, but why don't you um, continue to uh, share with us your experience at St. John the 23rd. We actually, oh, we we do, actually have do
3: have, and it's, it's our... Very dear, wonderful, precious, I think, Francis. Francois. Is it true?
2: Bonjour. Yay. <laughs> <Or bonne
3: nuit. laughs> you just made my advent, Francis.
2: Uh, well, you have you uh, both in your. Your, your dear Joseph, your whole family, they it, it just uh, have made so much uh, difference for me, too. But I wanted to say tonight, because of uh, this extraordinary uh, special program uh, with Carrie's calling mm. in we'll see, and, uh, and also your sharing, Greg, with uh, your family experience, mm. it's just been uh, very moving and uh, has given me... Special encouragement to call and and to be back in touch with you um, because you're you're so loving and and you do so much for us on Tuesday evenings Thank that you, uh, I just had to call. Uh... Uh, I've been sick this past week. In fact, I was unable to participate in the uh, parish program, the concert. Uh, I lost my voice, and uh, that was very uh, discouraging.
3: I'm sure. What a cross in that! And way, right?
2: In fact, we didn't even get to church on Sunday. And here's the the uh, the resurrection part of it the the beautiful grace. Our neighbor uh, Bill Owens, you probably know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how could you not know Bill? Uh, he called over. And asked if we would like to receive uh, for him to bring uh, communion to us uh, because we weren't going to get out. God, God
1: bless, bless Bill. Bill. Yes. <laughs> that was not planned. Husband I mean, and wife I synergy. presents
2: wow. For Christmas. I mean, right. you know, the, the, the Lord's grace was there working in such a, an uplift.
3: Right. So a neighbor, a fellow parishioner to just be present mm-hmm. to you in that way, to bring the presence literally, of Jesus himself to you and your beloved. That is awesome, Frank.
2: Yes, and, and, and talking about my beloved, she has given me also uh, a special encouragement and and just a wonderful grace to share the rosary with me now.
3: Oh, uh, God bless um, you,
2: Daily, we're praying for the... Um, Follow through of the election that yes. pro life will succeed in uh, conquering the uh, abortionist movement and and the the uh, Planned Parenthood uh, all the damage mm-hmm. that it has done in the past and and would have continued doing uh, through Planned Parenthood, uh, but for the election and our uh, president elect. We're praying that he will follow through and keep standing up for pro-life and and getting the uh, Supreme Court justice in place that will do that as well. That's
3: right. And And no matter where you fell um, on the side of the election, and hopefully we as Catholics voted in a Catholic way, um, we need to remember that. And thank you for that great witness and reminder of we need to continue the prayers regardless. And like you are saying, you and Mary Jo with the rosary, and I'm sure many, many other prayers, and that there is that follow-through. And right now it's looking, at least initially, that that's where it's going. Um, But the continued, continued prayers, because all of our leaders as we all do need deeper conversion and deeper conviction. And I just think we've, we you know, get all hyped up about something, in this case, the election, and then it kind of you know it dies down. And so we need to keep our arms raised even higher, um, that those graces continue to flow and that the Lord continues to guide and reflect and, and protect. And you, yeah. you bring it, Francis, that's awesome.
2: To bring peace between the the, the uh, opponents yes. uh, that that were so set, you know, thinking that uh, the uh, democratic uh, agenda was going to win out, right. mm-hmm. and it just shows that God can work uh, miracles right. even in such uh, circumstances where it looks so heavily slanted. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we we do need to continue to pray. We should have been praying long before, but mm-hmm. yes, uh, now is the time to regroup.
1: Yes. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much for calling in, Francis. We are so blessed by your heart, and uh, of course, the combination of Carrie's call with Frank's and the real presence and speaking of the pro-life movement really is what it, it's a resounding message of God's great love for us, regardless of what we do, regardless of what we say, regardless of our status. That every single human being matters and counts from from uh, conception through natural death, and uh, you know, we often maybe speak of those whose lives are most in jeopardy. But the greatest challenge perhaps is to us to uh, look in the mirror and, and see something God-worthy, God-created, God-fashioned, and to really believe it, regardless of what's going on in our lives. Um, I think we've got another caller on. How are you doing tonight? Should
3: we say caller, 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 are you there?
4: (laughs) This is the caller, caller. Um, I've loved your program, um, Greg and Stephanie, and I'm the Rue for which the party was called last week, and I want to share that I loved um, the caller from the mom with the mm. with the fourth baby yes. and the faith and the hope she expressed I loved frank's calling because these are the these are the real people who are making the real differences in our culture and if I could give just a few um, Moments.
1: Uh, You're my mom. Please do. That, you got it, yes, mom.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I'll try to be short. You know that's not one of my gifts. Um, from a mother's perspective, I just want, and a grandmother's perspective, and as Greg said, there were 40 of our 48 grandchildren present. All of our children. It's the first time in 13 years mm-hmm. we have been together, and Satan has has sought to break down and um, destroy through all kinds of um, self. Pain, and Greg talked about the choices. And so the alienation has been very strong. Um, But through the grace of God, Greg, knowing our love for the Eucharistic Lord, chose to make our time together the entire family and the oldest child that Greg talked about. The Eucharistic adoration was not his experience um, because of his own alienation and that of his children for his wife. But they came. They drove through bad weather from Madison, Wisconsin, and uh, arrived, and the hospitality blew them away, mm-hmm. which you have experienced as you have ever entered Greg and Steph's house, and I only say this because truly when we entertain people in our homes, we're entertaining angels, especially when we don't know them very well. Mm. Um, So I'd like to point to just a couple of the miracles that happened that night. Um, I was graced to be born on the December 8th, and I realized that, and I know that it was not about me, but I knew that one day Mary would hear this mother, this grandmother's Mm -hmm. prayers. I was convinced of it. Mm. I didn't know when, But I knew in God's time, Mary was already at work. And so as we gathered at St. Rose, our oldest son with his wife and four of their children, four of their 12 children, had arrived not too much before that after a very long, exhausting trip. Mm -hmm. And as we gathered at St. Rose's, um, two of our little girls, um, Claire on my right and Rose on my left, and surrounded by aunts and uncles and cousins who were all there for the right Reason to give honor and glory to God and the graces poured from the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. through um, Father John Miller, through um, the music of Joseph and and, and Greg and Gracie, and John Paul serving Mass uh, in the shadow of Father John. So here's Claire on my right who was diagnosed five years ago with terminal kidney cancer. Mm -hmm. She has one-fourth of a kidney left. No right kidney and only one-fourth of a left kidney. She had a zero prognosis. And through prayers, I really believe in this case of Father Walter Sizik, who we Mm -hmm. put her into the... Prayer base for his um, cause for canonization. I really believe he's, he's answered that prayer. On my left was little Rose, and these two little girls didn't know a whole lot about the rosary, but they were very willing to pray it. So as we began praying together, and they kind of mumbled through the Our Father and the Hail Mary, but we went through all the decades, and then Father John arrived. But everyone behind them, the aunts and uncles, were praying it. Their cousins were mm-hmm. praying it. The same age of cousins were praying it. And at the same time, we were praying it also in that church with little Bernadette, who was born. Within months of Claire, born at three pounds, she was a twin, was born without any aorta. It has multiple life-threatening complications. She is living in the miracle.
2: Mm -hmm. She maybe
4: hasn't had the miracle of total um, bodily adjustment that is realigned with what is normal, natural in her internal organs, but she's dancing and she's singing Mm -hmm. and she's bright and she's articulate and she's living in the miracle. Mm -hmm. The other miracles, and I will not keep it any longer, as this beautiful, gentle praise music, and please, 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 listeners, Please take your families to Ignite Experiences. All of these families had been to Toledo, been to the family um, summer event. They all knew the songs, and they all knew what was going to happen, and they came with a dissipatory joy. Mm
2: -hmm. And
4: as we were singing, this oldest son, who also loves music but had never been exposed, ever, to an Ignite Experience, or Eucharistic Adoration, or the gentle praise that goes with it. As I glanced out the side of my eye, I could see his tears. Mm -hmm. I could see his face changing to the soft, gentle sponge that was just taking it all in. the same with his wife. It was like Mm -hmm. Mary brought her spouse, and her spouse took over. Mm -hmm. And as we gave honor and Glory to her son, the evening took on... A miracle. Yes, yes. It, it took on the miracle of, of being present. When Greg says presence, I used to think it was P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S. It's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. And that presence filled our family that night. And as mm-hmm. Greg said, the reconciliation between brothers, sometimes we've been very harsh and very frustrated with what was happening with our older brothers' lives. The forgiveness was there. Mm-hmm. The, the sharing. Uh, when this older son drove early in the morning there were twelve feet of snow anticipatory in the Madison, Wisconsin area and they texted us either on the way when they stopped or when they got home and his words were I have never ever we have never experienced the welcome and the hospitality and the love of re entering our family. Mm. And we have never experienced being together with all of these nieces and nephews, the music, the gift of music, of the guitar, of the voices, of little skits of Celebration, And then he, too, is a musician, and at the end of the evening, he came and sat next to me on the hearth of their family room fireplace and sang a song that had touched my heart from the time he was in eighth grade, mm-hmm. and all of his siblings began to sing with him. Mm-hmm. The joy that was given to us on that day, I was the Rue. I was the Rue that, that caused them and their love for me to create this event, but I was just the Rue. God has such a much bigger plan of the gifts he wanted to give us by his presence for Christmas. And I'll sign off, and I thank you, Greg and Stephanie and Joseph and John Paul, Catherine, Gracie, Dominic. Keep doing God's work because it's real, it's authentic, and you live it every day of your lives. And I'm in awe of God's grace. Parents have hope. Grandparents have hope. Talk to Mary. Take all of this to Mary and trust her because she goes right to her son. Love you all. Amen. I wish you all a very blessed and holy Christmas. Thank, Thank you so you. much
1: for calling Thanks mom. So of course it's great to have a number one fan, even <laughs> if she is your mom. And so uh so beautiful. Absolutely. Beautiful. We have another caller online. We do. How are you doing tonight, Amy?
0: Good. Oh my goodness, that was that was such a beautiful uh mm. testimony. <laughs> yeah. Um the previous one. Um, I wanted to say, um first that I have not had a migraine since your son has prayed for me. Uh, praise um,
3: God. Praise God. Yeah,
0: That's
3: awesome and, um,
1: to hear.
0: Yeah. I can't remember which event that was. A blaze. Yes. So, yeah. Um, but I wanted to share um, our presents for Christmas experiences that my family's had. Um, we wanted to do, we wanted to do like a family meeting. My, my kids are five and three, so... Um, It makes it a little bit hard to, like, do anything lengthy with them. Um, But we've wanted to try to sit down and, like, get something, like, regular weekly that we're doing, you know, just like this family, like, spiritual, like, you know, Mm -hmm. home church time. And um, we haven't really—we've wanted to do it since spring. We haven't really been able to, like, get into any kind of routine or anything that's worked for us. And my husband, um, this— this month he started like our weekly advent kind of thing and mm-hmm. it's really like simple with you know our little little kids and um so far, it's been like just this really awesome experience. Like we're finally able to get into this routine, and he reads—you know—he reads our little Advent devotional, and um, we don't have real candles, but we like have these fake ones, and we let the kids paint them, you know, purple and pink, and Fun. let them light and make little
4: <clears throat> the little flames, like a
0: wreath with their hands, and Fun. yeah, just like cute little stuff. But it's finally something, and like it's just finally something we've been able to get into and to see them, like, sit still and listen for Daddy to talk about, um,
3: you know, what
0: what that week is all about and, you know, get to that point in the story. And it's just, it's been really awesome for me as a mom, like, hoping and wanting to, like, be able to start this in our family right, and finally find something that's working. And, you know, my husband taking the lead and me able to just be able to, watch watch it i just and be a part of it i love it that's
3: that's, that spiritual leadership of the dad of the husband is so key and so important yeah and you acknowledge that and the impact that that will have on your young children even though they're only three and five will be forever and and i can just picture the excitement and the just engrossment of them with even these little activities that are much more than little you know they're huge and that is awesome
0: kudos to you guys i'm i'm loving it because um we've this summer we started like my husband started kind of like leading like a a a bit of a worship time Mm -hmm. um in our house, and it hasn't really been like, you know, the family meeting time, but it's almost been something where we've been able to put the kids to sleep with worship music, right? and um, that's been awesome, but we haven't really been able to get that family meeting time, and just with him taking the lead on this, and just, and really doing it, and me just following, submitting, you know, what, what, what can I do to help, <laughs> right. and like, it's worked out so great and i'm i'm loving it so i hope we can stay in this stay in this flow that's
3: awesome um, and let that be an encouragement to the listeners who are hearing you right now that if they haven't done anything yet it's not too late right i mean just jump in and do it and the effect that it's having on your family and the joy that it's bringing and the focus and the delight and um just the building of that relationship with each other with christ and those memories are just that's just awesome
0: one other one other thing that i wanted to share um one other kind of story about you know along the lines of presents Mm -hmm. for christmas is um our our spiritual parents like um to my husband and i and like really to our family like their grandparents to to my children Mm -hmm. and spiritual parents to my husband and i but um uh they moved 3 hours away this summer and it was oh. almost crushing for me <laughs> like right. my mommy left <laughs> my right. spiritual mama moved so far away and um it's it's been it was a hard summer mm-hmm. um and they were very 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 busy when they when they uh first moved and even after that and um just randomly they uh in In November, they invited us out before Thanksgiving, just very randomly, very quickly invited us out to their new home, and I didn't really think that they had time for us, Mm -hmm. and the fact that they invited us out as busy as they were and made, you know, like, two days for us to Mm -hmm. stay and be there and go to church with them and everything um, made such a difference for me, and, like... I'm like, okay, I didn't lose my mom and dad. I still have them. And even though they're that far away and they are very busy, like the fact that they could make time, and we had another just really awesome, like impromptu, like worship experience in their house. And it was Mm. just beautiful that we could, you know, do that in their new home and just so much peace. And then another time they came and like, Something happened, and they had to come this way. And they just randomly stopped at our house.
3: Oh, that's and awesome! It's
0: just, yeah, it's been really, really special to know that, like, they, even though they're so busy, they're they want to make time for us, and they still love us, and we're still important to them. And that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Amy, thank you so much for calling in tonight and sharing with us your story of Christmas presents and a reminder to anybody who's listening right now. uh, Again, in this season, it is all about giving and receiving Christmas presents. And let's be mindful, the enemy doesn't want it to happen. He wants to spin us. He wants to be mired in busyness. He wants it to be all about material stuff, none of which will matter one year, five years, 10 years down the road. When you talk back uh, the days when these days of 10 years from now and you say what was really important, the things they're going to remember most of the time that we made for and with one another. And uh, we are partners with you. We are partners with you to want to see the church come alive in our homes, Ecclesia Domestica. And it does require, if you will, priest, prophet, and king. It requires mom and dad to assume that authoritative role. That sounds like such a heavy word, but it is truly a godly word. Jesus followed the authority of the Father. He submitted himself um, from Philippians 2. Our Blessed Mother Mary, behold, in the handmaiden of the Lord, you are called to be, if you will, the father, the mother figure in your home, to set that flag in the sand, to Find that time where you're going to meaningfully talk and pray, and we want to help you do that. And so we do encourage you to go to MassImpact.us and uh, make a commitment. We call it the Live It Challenge. Go there and find the Live It Challenge and uh, commit just once a week. 45 minutes a week with all the other things that pronounce what's important to us, which our calendars do. Our calendars pronounce really what we worship and who we worship. How about our calendars maybe pronounce just 45 minutes a week where we gather to talk and pray based upon subsequent Sunday readings. And, oh, by the way, it's not even a task or a chore. It, it's, it's a joy-filled um, opportunity God wants to give you with those meaningful people in your family to encounter His grace alive among you.
3: Obviously, very beautiful words from our mom, Judy Schleter, calling in from Columbus. Beautiful words from Amy. Um, Listening to them, listening to Frank, listening to Carrie. The thing that keeps coming to me is, um, and I'm sure I heard this somewhere else, and I used it recently um, in a reflection that I was blessed to give, but the phrase... The simple message of Christmas is that you matter to God. And isn't that what presence is all about, both with the T.S.'s and the E.N.C.E.'s, that we matter, that he cares for us, that the ultimate gift is his son, Jesus Christ, both in that manger, both on that cross once in that empty tomb, and then certainly with the gift of the spirit that we matter to God, you know, just hearing in Amy's voice how much it meant you know when when her close friends slash family reached out in those different ways and and what it did for her, you know, if we could just take some moments this advent, what is left of it, right? We still have many days, really, in the grand scheme, not many, but Many if we really Mm -hmm. just embrace them and use them how the Lord desires us to to really focus on just that simple message to perhaps sit in front of your Christmas tree or in front of the manger. Maybe some of you have baby Jesus in it already. Maybe some of you are waiting to put him in. But just to focus on that simple truth that I matter Mm. that much to
2: God.
1: We're going to close in prayer as we usually do with our prayer intentions that you can place and join in at Facebook or email them in for that matter at Greg at massimpact.us Greg at massimpact.us uh join us in praying now in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Lord Jesus we do lift up tonight the Williams family, very close to many of us. Uh, little Peter just in his need that you heal him and strengthen him and and all those around him we pray for Brenda, Rose Diane, Blaine and Chris their special intentions God from a range of things from recovery of surgery uh, to relational um, challenges and difficulties to request for sanctification and grace and healing uh, for those struggling with mental illness Lord for these and all the intentions God lifted up by our listening audience we unite and lift them up to you With confidence, you are Emmanuel. You are with us. You want to heal us. We trust in you, Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen.